everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm in the studio, Mike. And I'm Derek. And this is episode 110 and a half. <laughs> That's about right. Steve, do you want to explain that to the people? Uh, so we just recorded about 35 minutes of uh, pretty okay, decent audio, and I didn't put the card in. He even had the card sitting next to the recorder and he was looking right at it. Didn't even think about it. Like I was looking at the recorder and everything and didn't even think about it. And then I looked at it. I was like, well, how long have we been recording? And I looked at it and it said zero, 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 zero. Good job. And I was like, okay. So now that we've talked about just about everything, why don't we just go ahead and shut this shit show down? Everyone take a, what do they call that? A recess. A recess. We'll take a five minute recess and reconvene. Mike, I've got a new job for you. Make mm. sure that that shit is recording next week. <laughs> Dude, you ain't playing. I'm going to start. I always write down the episode number. I'm going to write down card. I'm going to. And 111. Yeah, I will, I'm going to work on some stuff. I, I need to try to get, obviously, this week. So let's just go ahead and start with this. Hey, welcome, everybody. I hope you guys enjoy this show. <laughs> I hope it's a good one. I hope that you are all in it. Derek. Do you have any yes. funny stories? Do I? Have, boy, do I. <laughs> it's already funny. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Well, we've already gone through the whole details of it, so Mike and Steve are already laughing at me. Uh, so I actually worked on my truck this week a little bit. I was like, I'm going to start knocking some things out. I haven't you know, fully figured out the rear axle thing yet, um, but Dave Hansen did offer me an AAM 14 bolt. Uh, he's oh, like, come nice. and get it. Yeah. He's like, it's a little crusty, oh, but you know, it's got spindle. So now I have... And a harder decision to make rather than just paying the guy to come and do spindle doctor stuff. I honestly, man, that's tough. It's just so much more work. It's like but more work or though. more money. But not though. Yeah. It's one like, or the other. Okay. Take your spare axle that you just now got, order some parts for it, like order some pieces for it, set it in the garage, work on it at your leisure. When it's done, swap your gears over and stick it under the truck. It's not that it's simple a lot of work. work. Is it? it it's. I think we said it was going to be like close to 20 hours of work. Yeah. It's, well, plus, it's a lot of work because Derek has to do fabrication. Plus, I can't just cut off my spring perches. They get destroyed when I cut them off. So I have to buy new right, spring no, no. perches and they're like 180 ones, yeah. bucks, right? Yep, yep. Absolutely. Um, New shock tabs, which aren't that expensive, but it adds let, up. So like, it, let me ask yeah, you. there's a lot. It, honestly, you know, it, it would feel bad doing it, but I would probably take that axle, cut the tube and oh. sleeve the spindle onto my axle if I was going to do well, anything with it. Not a bad but idea. We'll see. I don't know. I haven't made my decision yet. And to be honest, it's not that far off. Um, so I've still been driving the truck a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, what's more important is getting the fuel tank fixed because I can't fill it up over half without it leaking. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you about 22 miles. <laughs> Weeping, I should say. It's not like a, a strong leak, but you know it's going to get worse, I'm sure. So, so, so um, why don't you tell us so what you So I got that modeled up. And I should be able to fit all the fuel tank parts onto a four by eight sheet. Now, the funny story is I was trying to like make the truck drivable. So we were at Badlands last time. I broke the other tie rod end, replaced it at at the Badlands and aligned it enough to get home. But I didn't like, you know, pull the wheels off and do a proper alignment. So pulled the wheels off, um, measured the, you know, the I put the angle iron bolted to the brake rotors. And measured kind of above the kingpins, the distance across is kind of the baseline. And I always shoot for uh, like one sixteenth of an inch toe in or so. 
Um, and so I'm aligning the front, you know, the, or sorry, the baseline is like 66 and three quarter inch or something like that. doesn't really matter what it is. Um, but I'm looking at the front and I'm like, okay, it needs to be, you know, 11 sixteenths. Right. And so I just, I'm looking only at the 11 sixteenths. I'm not looking at the number and you could probably see where this is going, but, uh-huh. uh, yeah, so I put everything back together. I'm like, perfect. It's aligned at 11 sixteenths. You know, I'm adjusting the tie rod. And um, one thing that I was trying to figure out, I'm like, you know, I don't have the offset tie rod ends on. And I'm like, I wonder how bad it hits the diff cover. So I'm like going back and forth trying to see that. And it's not hitting the stops on the knuckles. And I'm like, that's strange. Um, but whatever. Maybe it's just limited by the, the steering ram. And I didn't know that. Um, so I put everything back together. And then I'm looking at the truck and it looks like it's got lazy eyes because it's towed out so far. And I think, I don't know for sure what happened, but I'm pretty sure I was looking at 67 and 11 sixteenths instead of 66 and 11 sixteenths. A full inch of toe out. I can't read a freaking tape measure. (laughs) That's too bad. But once you fixed it, you probably, you still didn't hit your steering stops though, did you? Or did you? I haven't fixed it yet. Oh, you haven't fixed it yet? Yeah, that happened yesterday, and then we were having some friends over, and I just didn't have time to take it all back apart and fix it and put it all back together. So um, I was going to do it today, but then we got six inches of snow, so we'll see. I'll probably just shovel around the truck and still fix it today, but yeah. Womp, womp. That sucks. Yeah. Sucks to have to do something. Sucks when you're done doing something and found out you haven't even started. Oh, that's weird. Exactly. Doesn't that suck, Steve? (laughs) Terrible. When you're completely done doing something and you find out that you have to do it all over? Seems like a theme it. this week. It does though, doesn't it? <laughs> I think I'm gonna blame Derek. Okay. Yeah. Derek, whose audio <laughs> did record. So anyway. <laughs> sorry, I'm not salty at all. <laughs> I imagine you are, and I'm quite sorry I'm taking up all of your Saturday. I wish it was Saturday. Sunday. Taking yep. up all of your Sunday. Your drinking day. Sorry. My, it's my drinking day and I'm still on coffee. Come on, Steven. Let's step it up here. Come on. On a normal Sunday, you wouldn't even be out of bed yet. Mm. Let me go ahead and check the clock. Okay, I just got out of bed. <laughs> so, so when we first started recording this episode, it pro- it was too early to be acceptable to acceptable to actually be drinking. But now it's uh, after ten. So, by the time we get to the Patreon, we'll be definitely moving to beer. It's double digits now. It's drinking time. <laughs> uh, so last week, um, Monday, we I didn't have hardly anything going on. Are we moving to this? Is it my turn to tell me? Yeah, what I, I got my, it's your I got turn. All my shenanigans <laughs> out of the way. Tell us all the things you didn't do this week. Yeah, let's hear about it. If you're a patron, you already know. But if you're not, let me fill you in. At the beginning of the week, I didn't have hardly anything to do here at the shop, and things were getting a little bit tight. I was actually a little bit nervous. Money was going backwards and not forwards. So that put a little pressure on me. I started reaching out, making some phone calls, because this is not normally something that happens to me. When I was a sole uh, proprietor, like working here, doing my thing, I had more work than I could shuffle out. And when I hired on a second guy and all of a sudden we were doing double duty, probably about one and a half the amount of work as normal. But then because I was out there trying to hustle as well, it upped the production quite a bit. So it's literally almost ran completely out of work. We had nothing coming in that was substantial enough to pay any kind of bills. It wasn't even going to pay his paycheck at that time. Like that's how little work we had left. I was like, that's not good. Money is going to go backwards. So, um, I started making phone calls early in the week and reaching out to people. And by the, by Thursday, that was probably on Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, I was working on phone, like working on reaching out to people, responding to messages, trying to touch base with people that were, you know, wanting to get with me in the new year. 
And by Thursday, we had so much work lined up both the rest of this week and next week that I'm not exactly sure we're going to be able to get it done. So now, great with, problem to have, but very busy. But with polishing, I know we we talked about this yeah. a little bit ago, mm. how, <laughs> how it's fun money. So anyway, yeah, yeah. the thing about that, right, is like, so you call a guy, you're like, hey, does your truck need polish? And he's like, sure does. And he's not like, but even though you just called me, I need it done tomorrow. Like he doesn't say yeah, that. He's yeah. like, I just whenever. Yeah, right? usually, yeah, usually it's whenever. Um, so it's not so, that big a deal to be backlogged because you can just do right. it like next week or week the, after, right? There's only a couple projects that were like, that were kind of, uh, they kind of have a deadline, so to speak. Um, obviously, when you get a truck in the shop, you want to get it knocked out, get it out of here. Sure. But really, the biggest deadline was put upon by myself. I have a very lofty goal that I wanted to make in the next 10 days. Oh, you have a number in mind. I have a number in mind. Okay. It's a fat number. And so you have enough it, work. You just don't have enough money. I have enough work. I just have to be very diligent about my time when I'm here. What's that? Is it the cost of a cage or so? <laughs> about three times that. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I, the three, goal, you're going to, you're going to roll cage low key and no. the KJ and the crew cab. No, no he's going to pay for snow days. Cage. Fun, fun ah, fact. Of course. What a nice guy. Fun fact. When you own a business, you don't get to keep all those numbers. Ah, yes. <laughs> you have things like rent, utility supplies. Um, I have Force. a paycheck. We have a net 30 with our supplier for our, for our product that's coming in. And that net 30 is coming to a draw. Yep. And so I have to make sure that I have funds for that available. Um, so all this money is just, it, it's going to come and go real fast. But really the biggest thing for me is we were going backwards there in the first two weeks of January. My, my number in my account that I like to be at was going backwards, not forwards. So now we're playing catch up on the latter part of the month. But what I want to do, I have a goal of about, <clears throat> it's about 4500 a week is what we need to be bringing in gross. And so uh, to do that in polishing is pretty, you need to stay hustling. Well, the guy you hired, I'm sure is, you know, he's been here a while now. He's probably starting to get very Five good. Five weeks we're getting, he's good. He's, he's getting there. Polishing is not something you learn overnight, obviously. Kind of like mechanicing. You can't. You're not going to hire a lube tech and five weeks later be like, here, no. pull this engine without me here. No, it takes years to get yeah. like good, and, good. And then even then, if they do pull the engine without you there watching them and like helping and showing them, if they do pull it, it takes five times as long as That's it takes you. all very true. Right. And so same thing with polishing where he's getting good. He's good enough that he polished a set of wheels that looked good enough that we sold them this week um, and the customer was happy with it. And you didn't have to do any touch up. He just did uh, it. Yeah, I just did it. I nice. Just, yep. I That's just awesome. shipped them. Um, that'll be even nice. better once the wheel machine gets here. But the wheel machine is a whole new ball game, and so there's a lot. There's a lot of things falling in place, and that's why that's why I'm not able to get anything done low key right now. Is because all of my energy needs to be mostly focused on getting things in the shop done. When there needs to be that money coming in, I need to have that money needs to be coming in pretty well for my personal account to go back up. And so you know, just just it's all things. It's all. The joys of being a business owner. Yeah. And, I don't have and to be, do that. And being new at it. Oh, yeah. That like, too. Even though I've been doing this for a while, I still don't have any idea what the fuck I'm doing. It's just like learning how to polish. You also have to learn to run a business. <laughs> you have to learn how to run a business. And that doesn't ever, happen overnight. And it's ever changing. And so, yep. yeah, I just, you know, trying to keep on top of that. You know, when if ever, if ever, 
it gets to the point where, you know, not the business doesn't run itself, so to speak, but the business is a smooth and it becomes a very natural thing. Yes, we have everything booked this week and, and we shuffle it out in a timely fashion, you know, and then I can work on my Jeep and stuff like that. But it's not one of those situations where I can clock in at eight and clock back out at five. It is just does not work that way. Yeah, um, it's good and bad. You know, I can make crazy good money in that time, you know, in that extra time that you put in. But also it just takes a lot of effort. Yeah, you gotta you gotta build up the uh, the fundage for the times exactly. it does slow down, like it yeah. did last week too, right? Yeah. And while you're building fundage, you don't get to work on the Jeep. Like if yeah. Bray, if Bray would make me a package deal to do the stiffeners and the rockers and the cage, it would probably be beneficial for me just to ship him, just to take the Jeep up there and be like, just do it all. It would be beneficial to me because I just physically don't have the time to do yep. it. Be and you could, off. you could spend that money making probably as as much, if not more, long, than you're going to pay for that work. Right. How long do you think it would take me to do the stiffeners on that thing? Pull everything apart, the whole suspension, everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two I days. Don't know. Probably, probably two, two days. Full probably, days. Probably 16 hours. Yeah. The Jeep would be down for about six months. <laughs> Currently. <laughs> Sounds right. Not if Bray was doing it. Bray would have it no, done No, no, no. If you were doing it, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Which is kind of why I'm like going to this, considering the spindle doctor option, right? Because right. I can take apart a wheel hub in, you know, whatever, 30 minutes or whatever and have mm-hmm. it ready for him. He does the work in two hours. I put the wheel hub back together in 40 minutes, mm-hmm. 45 minutes, and the truck's good to go. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. spend 20 hours putting in, cutting off and welding new stuff to a brand new, right. or not a brand new, a junkyard axle or whatever. That I don't even know what this, you know, it could be bent too. So yeah, that that's right. It could be <clears throat> the, uh, it would be beneficial if you made $500 an hour net. Well, if, yeah. if you made that, yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd, be nice. that, Steve. that'd make that, that would make that decision a lot easier, wouldn't it? Net $500 an hour. <laughs> yes. Just come do it. <laughs> uh, I'd still, that, yeah. Then, I'd, then it would never make too. sense for me to work on yeah. anything, but I'd still want to. Of course. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, um, but then I get to the pick thing, and like, choose the projects. I don't have to do the ones that I don't want to do. <laughs> like the nice thing is, is like the Jeep is here. We have all the tools are here. I don't have the lighting set up in that shop yet, the garage yet, but I could still like jack the Jeep up and get everything pulled apart with low lighting. No problem. Yeah. And hey, you could you can get like a move. Like this is what I do in, in the driveway. Mm-hmm. I just move like two shop lights around. Mm-hmm. You know, one's got a tripod and one's just on the ground. And I have, I have lights. lights. Yeah, I have the lights here. Like they're ready to go up. I just need to put them up. Mm. Um, but so it's just a matter take, that's of that's a project too. It's all something for sure. It's all, yeah, it's all over time. Mm. And, and that's the thing. It's just a, just a matter of if I'm not, if I'm here working on my Jeep, then I'm not making money. If I'm here making right. money, then I'm not working on my Jeep, but I will get it figured out. Eventually there will come a time when things aren't crazy at home and crazy here. And I can hopefully get some things done. Just need yep. to figure it out. You'll figure it out one day. I'll just stay here for 24 hours. That and not sleep. That's not Sounds sustainable, though. More coffee. No, it's not sustainable. You know, it doesn't need to be, though. Mm. Just need to be sustainable long enough to get stuff done on the Jeep. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you can't hustle once. You can hustle once or twice. You can hustle yeah, once or twice yeah, and have yeah, a lot yeah, done. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like, it's going to take me literally an hour or two to get everything <laughs> stripped out from the front of that thing. Literally. Two hours. That's I can not have bad. everything of that in the front of that Jeep stripped out. Is it because you've had it apart so recently, you know, all those bolts are going to come loose because one stripped not, or rusted bolt could turn that into like several hours. Yeah, no, everything should just come right apart. Okay. Should, That's always everything nice. should everything should on that Jeep. It was just taken apart this summer. 
Oh yeah, you'll probably be fine. Do you use anises? No, you don't need he, to because it comes back apart so often. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't drive it on the salty roads, so it'll be fine. It doesn't, and, and, and then on top of that, I take it apart every three months, so it doesn't matter. Yep. You're That's good to go. Just, point. Yeah, and they're all grade eight bolts, so you know if one of them gets stuck, you just break it in half and call it a day. Done. That's the best thing about grade you know, eight. The uh, the the earthquake impact or whatever, the big old hoss. Yeah. <clears throat> Tink. That's the nice thing about grade eight bolts. You can use them both for a punch, and when they get stuck, you just break them in half. There you go. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not broken <laughs> off in something important. Yeah. Well, mostly they're all through bolts. So okay, you're fine. Fine I don't then. think I've ever broken like a five eighths grade eight bolt. Oh man, I can't imagine how seasoned that would have to be. God, Oof, you'd uh, have to have such a long breaker bar too. <laughs> or yeah, like, an impact probably wouldn't impact. even touch it. Like yeah. a one inch impact might, like a semi lug nut mm. impact oh, might sure. do it. It'll break it. If man, it, it, I mean, it'll, the, it'll either break it or take the shreds out of it. I think the clamping force of a five eighths grade eight bolt is like tens, if not over a hundred thousand pounds of clamping I'm trying force. To think, I'm That's trying quite to a think. bit. What bolts I have through my steering? I feel like it's either half inch or five eighths through the through the pitman arm. I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, probably Some. five eighths because it was it would have been it a, be. uh, oh no, it's not a one ton. A one ton is like a seven eighths taper. I, I drilled out the taper, so right. So it's probably five eighths is what I'm guessing. Yeah, at least five eighths. It could be a five if you drilled it out. I feel like it. There's be. no way it's half. No way. I don't know. We'll it's nine sixteenths or five eighths. I, I don't think it's half. Mm. That would be crazy. It was off the, it was out of the normal bin at like the, at the farm store. So it's definitely not nine sixteens. Okay. I'm Unless off. It's 20,000 pounds of clamping load on a five eighths bolt cooked properly. Still a lot, but not of hundreds course. of thousands of pounds. No. But it's crazy how strong a bolt is. Like you could take a whole like pickup truck and like hang it by like one half inch bolt. As long as it doesn't deflect. Yeah. As long as it was like just yeah, right. hanging there. Not <laughs> like you didn't like tug on it or something, but like just crazy. Is that correct? Is that the, what do they call that? Yield, yield, yeah. So the, force uh, the is ideology 20, before behind torquing bolts properly is that if you put like a vibration or a cyclic load on a bolt that's not torqued, the amount of force. Well, there's two reasons. One, you want you don't want to put the bolt in shear. Like if you've got two plates mm-hmm. that are moving like this, you want to clamp them so that the friction keeps them from moving. Right. Cause otherwise the bolts, the bolts are not strong in shear. They're, they're strong in tension. Mm. Another thing is that if you tighten it enough that it's close to yield, but not yielded or some bolts, you actually torque to yield like engine bolts and studs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what you, you do is you're basically turning that bolt into a spring so that when things are trying to move apart from each other, it's it's staying in tension so that the nut doesn't loosen, right? Because mm-hmm. if the bolt is loose to the point where things do start to separate because it's a spring, right? Then when it comes back, that nut will start to turn. I mean, and, and we're talking, yeah. you know, depending on how tight it is, it could be, you know, hundreds of thousands of cycles. But when it's like on an engine, that doesn't take very long, right? right. So, <laughs> true story. Damn. Um. So that's why torquing your bolts is important because, in theory, if you torque them properly, you don't need a lock nut. I it will always never torque all of my bolts. Always. Yeah. You say the word click. Is that what you do? <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> or guten tight. That's the torque. Actually, oh, what was it? I did go through and torque everything at one point. I don't remember what it was. I think I torqued everything on the front axle, like when I put the suspension back together. I feel like I did. I feel like I actually mm-hmm. went through and torqued all the bolts. If like, you know what grade the bolts are, the there's like yeah. charts on how, tor- how much to torque them. So yeah. there's not a good excuse to not do it. <laughs> right. Time. 
It's all time. That's the only reason <laughs> you don't. Just, like, for me, sometimes when I have an opportunity, like, I'll just like, oh, I'm going to do a bolt check. And you just grab the torque wrench. And if mm-hmm. you know what all those specs are for each bolt or whatever, you just run through it. It doesn't take very long to click, click a couple of bolts. That's true. But then you know for sure, unlike when I did the front wheels and I was just like, ah, they're just going fucking wheeling. It's fine. You learned a lesson. Clearly yep. it wasn't fine. And then I upgraded my studs, which brings me to another point. We should change the chat name. Steve does not, no longer does see you have tiny studs. Mm. Do you have bigger Steve studs has now? Tiny, Steve has tiny stud. <laughs> this is not the Patreon. Stop it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's good. Just take that S off there. Love it. That's funny. Doing it now. That's and wonderful. As everybody sees the chat name change. <laughs> Derek Lassini changed the chat name to Steve has tiny stud. <laughs> wonderful. Uh, <laughs> that was good. There's your laugh. If that wasn't worth supporting, I don't know what to do for you. (laughs) Right. Uh, I love how we're recording the same podcast just moments after recording it, and it's completely different. It's so different. This is like completely completely different. different. Yeah. Possibly better. There was actual technical knowledge this time with the bolt wielding. So a bolt must be made a lot different than like, say, a hitch pin, because I was just thinking about that, like. A hitch pin isn't in tension. It's just sitting all there getting shear. rattled around right. like so huh. solid shear like the whole time. It's getting rattled around it's like crazy. Sheared. But if you stuck a bolt through there, and like is all, it a chance that it would just snap off going down the road? And, and a hitch pin is, is it considered double shear because there's two sides or is each side just in shing, single shear? That'd be double shear. It would be double shear. But yeah. a bolt isn't forged, is it? Wait, is a bolt forged? Mm. Or is a hitch pin is definitely forged? Hmm. Uh, bolts are, I think, uh, okay. Depends. There's many ways to make a bolt, but a lot of the threads are rolled while the, the bolt is still like hot. And so that, that hot forming of the threads makes them strong, I believe, but that makes sense. It's not like red hot either. So it's kind of like a forging almost. Yeah. But it all, it all, it all comes down to the alloy of the bolt. And I'm not a bolt expert, so look it up if you want to really know. If you, if you I just thought you might know. You know so many things, Derek. If you guys ever want to be just like entertained for a little bit, and maybe I'm different than most of you because my ADHD is like on 10, but just go on Google or on YouTube and type in like uh, manufacturing. Just type in manufacturing and all these videos will pop up. These channels make these videos. It's like... 30 minutes of satisfying manufacturing and it's all just manufacturing processes, like little clips of manufacturing processes. There's so much cool shit in there. Oh, definitely. And fun to third watch. world countries, the way they do shit is fascinating as fuck. I want oh, you to the do the way that they accomplish something is like so much different than you would have thought. Dude. And like they do it with so little. They oh, do I've so seen some much. Of that. They do so much with so little is Friggin' cool. I watched it. I had because now my algorithm's like, oh, you like this stuff? Well, let me just suggest this. Mm-hmm. And so, by the, the way, we have like, a lot of it for you. Yeah. yeah. It was like, uh, I don't remember what country it was in, but it was a guy making side cases for motorcycle engines. And he was casting them, casting a side case in a sand mold. And so he's sitting there and he's got like, um, he's wearing like the, like, I don't know what, like what it's called um, because I'm not versed enough but he's it's middle eastern of some sort and he's got like his footwear is just like a cloth sandal Mm -hmm. and he's wearing just like you know uh some like loose fitting kind of clothing 
and he is it, it is an interesting to watch like so he's just he's just crouched down he's in a he's on a dirt floor work like in a building dirt floor it's got a little concrete pad that he's working on and he's filling it with this mold sand and he fills this mold up and he takes a he has a side cover like an original side cover from this motorcycle and he throws in some powder some like flower looking stuff to make it release the release agent for the mold he sticks the the case the side cover in there and packs it around and then like they flip it and they do all that stuff he's doing all this in like cloth sandals no big deal zero then, ppe zero ppe of any kind packs all this stuff in here gets it all the mold perfectly made it looks just like it and like and they have like all the like um holes that they put in there to it's just it was fun to watch anyway they go over they're over here melting down aluminum chunks of aluminum they're melting down in this in this uh pot in like a cauldron or whatever and uh also wearing the same thing sandals mm-hmm. like just handling molting aluminum in sandals and you know zero ppe and it's just mind-numbing to watch that and it's like these people do so much with so little. And then over here in this United States, like "Mm, can't be done. Like, fuck you. You're just lazy. (laughs) Like I watch, you know, it people safety is a little bit higher priority. They don't have OSHA. We do. But at the same, right. And at the same time, I'm just like, Oh, well it can't be done. No, it's just, you don't want to invest the time to do it. And so then that brings me to another point. Like, I watch a lot of these other shows where they're like ancient mysteries of like, how did they carve this granite to this perfect shape and all this stuff? I'm like, Time. because they weren't trying to do it in three days. They did it over 50 years Two, you know, like a couple generations of people did this one piece. That like could be time. It. Time wasn't such a big thing. Yeah. Cause now we think about a manufacturing process back yeah. then. We're like, well, I guess we'll just start we're on just it now. See it. when we get it done. See when we get it done. We want it to be perfect. How, how long would it take? Nobody cares. We're just doing it to do it. Yep. Like it's intense. They and weren't I, chasing that dollar back then. Right. I mean, they were just being told to do potentially just being told what to do. Um, but I, I think follow. That, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, I think that, uh, that like, they're like, how did they cut this granite when they didn't have any tools to cut it? I'm like, dude, who knows how long they spent cutting that? Like they had to take other rocks probably. Yeah. yeah. It may have taken a year of just pouring sand rock. in and using another rock and yeah, like doing like that. Yeah. Like they were actually like, there's drill holes where it looks like they use a hole saw for like cutting it. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. they didn't have like diamond bit, blah, blah, blah. And like, you don't know that. Like they could have used water and sand and just sit there and just, you know, just like every day I got a, I, you know, I got two millimeters out of it. That's probably brutal, brutal, but they made it yep. happen. Yep. Yep. And so I'm just like, I look at that and I'm like, they're like, well, we can't, we can't even do that today with the tooling we have. Yes, you can. It's just going to take you four years. I mean, even documented <laughs> builds like old churches and stuff like in mm-hmm. Europe and, and stuff like that. Like you, you read about them and they're like, yeah, this church took 30 years to build. And you're like, holy <laughs> shit. Like people wouldn't have the patience for that today. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. They'd be like, uh, 30 years. No, that's, that that's not need, feasible, right? We don't have the time. Months. This church better be done in, you know, eight months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. So now you don't have the ornate craftsmanship that they used to have back then where, yeah, it's one person spent their entire lifetime building all of these different Sometimes things. Sometimes they didn't even last the whole build. Like multiple generations were yeah, involved in building certain things. So it's crazy. Mind I, I follow a uh, Instagram mechanic, Steve 92. I think it's in Korea. Um, and they just like fixing these big rigs in like a gravel parking lot. 
Oh, yep. I've seen that like, one. Dude. Yeah, with like just not even like he's got like a hammer that was made out of like a bolt and like a piece of brass <laughs> and just keep, like hammering these freaking bearing races in and oh my like God. they get it done, man. I saw one the other day, it was part of one of that, and there was a kid, like probably twelve years old, maybe, underneath of a truck pulling a transmission out. Yep. And exactly. I'm just like, get out of here. It's insane, right? It's impressive. It's, it's impressive. It's yeah. impressive. Yep. There's no excuses. This has to be done. How are we getting it done? I don't know. Figure it out. I figured okay. out a method. Yep. Michael. Yeah. What did you do this week? I did tons of rig maintenance. Oh, nice. I did so much rig maintenance. I pulled both axles. I pulled the transmission. I pulled them all apart. And now everything's sitting on the bench. Wow. Shoo. Impressive, you got a right? Big bench. It's a big bench. <laughs> you have tires and wheels on the bench? Tires and wheels are Frame? on the floor. Oh, okay. Okay. But the bench has the transmission. Actually, even the chassis is on the bench. Okay. Yeah. All the links, the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the body's links. on the bench. <clears throat> All the links. I'm going to need you to circle the back on that one. <laughs> you guys don't know about this build? Uh-uh. It's uh-uh. a Axial AX10 Scorpion. You should have said what truck it was and not even just... <laughs> I know. I <laughs> <laughs> so back in the day, me and Derek used to go in pretty deep water. Actually, I think we might have driven completely underwater. When oh, we yeah, crawled. for you sure. That? For sure. You don't need yeah, a on an electric <laughs> RC car. I remember wrapping my receiver in a balloon and like putting silicone on it. Like it was the dumbest. And that was super fun. But man, when you go to take that apart, uh, you're like, oh, why did I do this? Dude, the it's just like are- full scale mudding. Like <laughs> you're like, oh, it's so fun during. And then it's so much work and shit breaks and stuff like that. But it's so much fun when you're like when you see your RC car, like throwing mud up on the body, you're like, wow, it's just like real life or like full scale. Whatever. <laughs> I can't believe it's that we completely like- submerged our trucks, though. Like that was so I, dumb. I have a yeah. slight side tangent. I don't want to forget to tell everybody. OK, I just want to show you this. Oh, nice. Do you want to say what it is? I can say what it is. Liberty. I mean, are you sure I should? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say it. It is what appears to be a stack of decals that say more saws all, less research. Oh, and they're rubber banded, meaning they're done. Hell yeah. Finally. Pretty exciting. I have stickers. When they'll go out, I don't know. You want one? Hit me up. No kidding. That's amazing. Yes. Finally. We that, have some. That only took a minute or two. Yeah, or seven months. <laughs> Either way, it's awesome. Why does Derek have fake sunglasses? Are those oh real? God, Derek, are those real? <laughs> Where did you get those? I thought it was a filter at first. They're the deal with it, like meme sunglasses. Were they, yeah, anyway. Uh, we got them <laughs> at a wedding, actually. Huh? We got them yeah. at a wedding, actually, last year. That's uh, awesome. And uh, we like took a picture of everybody Whose wearing them. Whose wedding was, was that? And but, why was uh, I not invited it was in Texas, so oh, it was a little far from why. you. A little bit. Um, but anyway, awesome. I figured that was a good opportunity since you were like, yeah, we just got the decals. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Deal so with it. puts on the Thug Life glasses. <laughs> Those are wonderful. Put them back there. on. I'm going to take a picture. Anyway, back to RC crawling. I know that a lot of you <laughs> like RC crawling. If you don't, you should probably not get into the hobby because it's dangerous. It can yeah, be it's going to take money and time away from your full scale wheeling. But you know what? It's winter and it's cold. And so I decided to completely blow apart the scorpion. Uh, it was a while ago, like when me and Derek used to crawl together, like when he lived in Champagne. So it's been many years. But after taking our trucks and completely submerging them, I pulled it apart then and had to replace a lot of parts. Obviously, a lot of bearings frozen, stuff like that. But even this time when I pulled it apart, there was still rust in some of the bearings. And so I decided to just order a completely new bearing set the lockers were worn out they were the original lockers and they're they're aluminum they're all wallowed out so the wheels don't really 
I mean, they, they worked, but you know, there's a lot of slops. I ordered some new lockers, some new CVs, uh, basically like some RCVs, just tiny. And, uh, nice. and yeah, so it's all blown apart and waiting on some parts to show up and then it'll be ready to go again. When you say lockers, you really mean spools. Spools, yes. Or orbs of traction. Yes, uh, spools, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's, that was fun. Uh, I, I remember taking mine apart after doing that too. And I, I probably waited like way too long because I didn't do maintenance on my RC car at all because I was like, full scale truck gets all the attention. And uh, they at some point it started making noises and I was like, oh, I should probably take it apart. And like one of the axle or one of the bearings was like actually seized and the, the axle shaft was just spinning in it. <laughs> oh, God. And you're so, right. I was the same way. It, I waited way too long. Like after we submerged our stuff, like the worst part was taking the wheels or taking the tires off the wheels because they, you know, all that like muck had been in there so long. It smelled so bad. I had yeah, to like, I remember the sun too. for like a week. Ugh. It was so gross. But we just, we kept doing it. Like we'd go to that like crawling place and there's like those cool stair steps, but then there's also the creek and we'd be like, let's, let's go in the creek. And then it would just reset the clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did that like every week for a long time. Yeah. We did fun. like a crawling when the, when the weather is nice, we did it like almost every week and then we'd have some if, beers and yeah, it was a good time. Yes. Those uh, days. If everything keeps going, if everything keeps going well and we're able to schedule work in like we've scheduled work in this week and we can continue to have a good income coming in here at the shop, I won't rent the front room and any extra space I have in the front room. I want to turn into a crawl course. That would be because awesome. Indoor crawling. There's already a bunch of rocks up there. So why exactly. Not? Why it's not? A, no, that sounds wonderful. Place to start. I'm getting my truck all ready to go. So yeah, yeah, let's make it happen. I don't have one. I'm just going to buy one done. Are you going to sell me your SCX? Mm, maybe. Mike, I think you got enough maybe. RC cars. No, Shut I want to build. <laughs> I want to build an SCX based monster truck, which will more uh, or less just be like a like a legit like pickup truck. That'll be cool because then it'll be like the will you put a 79 Bigfoot body on it? Something Please. like that. I don't Ooh, know. I mean, no, be okay. A 79 big body would be a Ford, so it'll probably be a Chevy body. Oh. But it could be. Who, wasn't there also a Chevy? Was it Mammoth that was a Chevy? Well, there were a lot of Chevys, but none of them were Bigfoots, right? Because all yeah, the Bigfoots were was, Fords. There were monster. No, it wasn't a Bigfoot, but it was I mean, I think you should just truck. do a Monster Patrol because they make, they're literally like the OBS Chevy hard body okay, is a Monster Patrol is, body. I already have plenty of RC monster trucks. It's just that they're all like a legit like monster truck, monster truck. I want to build one that's been with like frame Scaler. rails. Yeah. So it's kind of scale, but not really as a crawler, more as just like a lifted yeah, pickup. Like a scale, like old school monster truck, like on leaf springs or something. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I just thought about leaf is this springs. This one called Barefoot. Oh, that thing's badass. It's, it's, called, it's called Barefoot. Yeah, I've seen Barefoot. <laughs> I remember Barefoot. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. It's all, oh my God, it's OBS and it's called Barefoot. Nice. There you go. Just build that. SCX10, Barefoot. Have to be leaf, leaf spring. Uh nope these are all this is all coils oh okay well, you should that's fine do too. a it would be OBS way easier to do links. raminator you should do what OBS, OBS raminator, raminator? Oh. nah did they make that, <laughs> that a thing? because it's no. wrong <laughs> no because it's a ram <laughs> <clears throat> yeah so all the barefoots were all Chevy oh my god build this one it's on tracks oh yeah I've seen that <laughs> thing's amazing so what other RC car stuff you doing Mike oh man so I have an F three fifty that actually is leaf sprung. Dude, this one with polished wheels. Dude, that's badass. You it's a square. Them? It's a no. It's an OBS. It's an eighty-eight, eighty-nine, uh, regular cab long bed. It has its mic all the way, and it has shiny wheels on it. Nice. It absolutely, is me. It's one hundred percent, Michael. Save that picture. Yeah, seriously. Posted it on the Patreon trailer like this, or trailer writers. This makes me chub because I can't so see gorgeous. it either. So I am in the dark, just like the listeners are. Ha ha! If you want to find it, go look up Barefoot Monster Truck. Okay, you'll find it. It'll come up. 
So I have a Tamiya F three fifty. I built many many years ago. It's a it's pretty cool. It's full steel ladder frame, leaf springs, um, three speed transmission. It's pretty cool. You could you could find it on the internet. Uh, but I never really did it right. I just did it with what I had. 3D printing wasn't a thing. I didn't mm-hmm. know a painter. I didn't know a polisher. There were a lot of things that were preventing me from building <laughs> the coolest RC car possible. Mm. So recently I took it apart, looked at my crude lift kit, and I said, I bet Bray could do all of this, but pretty. Because mine was very crude, like cut out, like by mm-hmm. hand with a pair of 10 snips and like pieces of plastic. I like dremeled. So I sent him some photos. I'm like, hey, can you uh, build this stuff? And he's like, yeah, I can 3D print it. No problem. I can build your steel parts. No problem. All that. So Bray's in the works of building that, which is awesome. I brought Steve the push bar to have him polish it. I'm having Steve's brother paint the body because he can oh, finish Jesus. it in automotive paint. We can clear it. <laughs> and, so it's uh, a it's a uh, styrene body. It's a styrene body. Okay. Yeah. And it's all just been white. And I because I didn't want to paint it because I knew I'd screw it up. So I that's was like, that's going to be awesome. So it's going to be polished and painted and it's going to have a, it's a, a show piece it's a, it's a show truck it's a show piece it's, like big gonna paint it. it's going to go in a glass case it should <laughs> uh, as far as color i just told scott because i figured like he paints cars so yeah. i figured just sometime when he's painting i was like just a pretty dark color he's like well what color i was like i don't know just next time you're painting a pretty dark car just set that in the booth and just <laughs> 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 I was like, I don't really care what color it is. It's like all just make sure it does like the- nice metallic. That's all. Like a nice oh, yeah, metallic dark that. color because that would be like really a, nice. Because a, a lot of the like cars are like green metallic so enough. Oh yeah, yeah, forest green. Oh mm, my god, that'd be good. That would be good. The thing is, the shocks are red. What is the body again? It's an F three fifty. It's like a nineteen ninety eight Super Duty standard cab long bed with a roll bar. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a pretty show. Horse green would be good. Horse green would be with a gold lower. Nah, I can't do the two. You don't want to do it. I don't like it. It's full on. Just, just solid color. Plus, then, tone, it then, would be then he's got to wait for Scott to paint a gold car. Ha- <laughs> right? I'm sure, that, I'm sure that happens more often than not. Probably, they're pretty common. <laughs> There's a lot of pewter out Scott, there. Scott yeah. gives it back to him. It looks just like an actual '98 F4. F2 I mean, that would be kind of cool. Be amazing. <laughs> it's in the actual color. <laughs> oh, that would like, be even cooler. He gets, what, he gets what a '98 Ford F350 in that's forest green and pewter, and he's just like, oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Ford, Ford paint code and everything. That'd be amazing. It would be amazing. That's what I did with my polystyrene body for my scaler. I did. I, it wasn't GM paint, but I grabbed the Dupacolor like touch up paint from AutoZone uh-huh. and sprayed my polystyrene with that, and it matches the truck pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and it looks pretty good. It's just that mine's going to sit on a shelf, so I want it to be extra. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Yours yeah, should yeah. be. Are you out there with like a little uh, the <laughs> the nano polisher? <laughs> yeah polishing wheel on a dremel oh my god no that's too much you have to use uh, the, you, could, you have to use the slow speed very slow yeah you gotta get an, one of the nano oscillating polishers that's the um the roops like big it's like a barefoot yeah it's the something like that i think it's called a barefoot i have no idea what that yeah, you is got ba- this is the barefoot episode <laughs> this is the barefoot episode <laughs> barefoot monster truck barefoot polishers yes uh, oh my goodness and so that bull bar that you're having Steve polish is for that same truck, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's just like a little push bar, like an old school, like 90s, like just the center section, like without the light guards. Yeah, and like I'm just not having a brush guard, just like the police. Just the center almost. part. Yeah, like yeah. the center part Sorry. of a brush guard. It's just called a yep. nano. Oh, okay. Their big one is a Bigfoot. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to have him do the center bars too, but I figured I can just chuck those up in a drill and just polish them real quick myself. And save Steve the hassle. Yeah. It's a it's a Bigfoot Nano is what they call. It. Anyway, it's just this little guy here. It's oh, battery wow. powered. It really is just a little it's tiny super polisher. expensive, but it's a little tiny polisher. I think the heads on them are like 
less than two inch, maybe like one inch head, like little polishing head. It's to get around like mirrors and like fine details on that makes cars. Sense. Yeah, so it'd be perfect for your little RC car. Yep, it would be buffing the paint. <laughs> buffing the paint. <laughs> It had some orange peel in it, so I had to get it out. So oh, I, yeah. wet sand, I wet sand the whole body with a, with a popsicle stick. Hopefully, Scott <laughs> will do that. You hope. Yeah, right. Hopefully, he just lays it down wet so you he doesn't know, have anything. The other day when I asked him to do it, I sent him a photo. I was like, you interested in a small project? <laughs> he was like, ah, oh, yeah. How much for a whole repaint? No jams. <laughs> right? No jams because the doors don't open. <laughs> So when I asked him, though, he was like, yeah, in exchange, you want to fix some of my RC cars? And I was like, there's oh, nothing yeah, I would absolutely. like more. <laughs> it's the best trade best ever. It's like my it hobby. He's like, well, this one's broke and this one needs some gears. I was like, I don't care. Just give me all your broken stuff. I will return it. Good as new. <laughs> it all comes back fully modded, like just perfect. Everything's just pristine. That's, that's what just, I do all day. It all day. just works. Uh, it's my like, entire hobby all weekend. I just sit at a bench and tinker with RC cars. So when he was like, I have some broken RC cars, I was like. Hell yes, bring it. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty some reason, stuff. For some reason, my hobby is off-roading, but all I actually do is polish. It's very strange. Because polishing is your livelihood. I, I, I guess. It's just like I fix cars. I think it's also a hobby, but I'm in denial. I guess. Oh, you think polishing oh, is a dude, hobby? Is, yeah, polishing is definitely a hobby for you, Steve. I think that's the thing. Like, I think it's also a hobby, but I'm in denial. Like, no, it's my business. And like... But I think that's honestly, weird to think about. I mean, my hobby is, is I guess, off road too. Yeah. But I fix cars all day. So when I get done, I'm like, I don't want to. So you go home and fix cars. I go fix also, tiny cars, one ten scale cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. They're tiny. Tiny cars yeah. are easy to fix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we're all in denial. We don't know what we really want. That's wonderful. That's true. Think about how much engineering Derek does on his rig. I mean, look at how much better <laughs> built his rig is than ours. Engineer. <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason for that. Like, it's because he's an engineer. He yeah, thinks yeah, yeah. super hard about stuff. We don't. Right. No. We're just like more saws all of us research. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. I didn't order that many of those stickers. I think I ordered a hundred. Um, oh, that's not enough. That's not. I need at least like enough. three or four. Right. Those. And that's yeah. the thing. Like people are like, I think six. <laughs> and so like. I know there's going to be a second order pretty quick. I was just trying to get the first order out. And when I was ordering them, I was like, eee, like how much is that going to cost? They're black stickers. There's Are they die 50, cut? There's 50 black die cut and there's 50 white die cut. Okay. Ooh. I think the white ones would make more sense for like a back window, right? Because be, yeah, yeah, it looks like it was, if it was black on a little, tinted window, they have, a little, to, they have like a light gray outline. Oh, the outline, the I guess, would help. Because the yeah. you didn't want to like die cut the teeth. That makes sense. They'll never, they'll never last. And so, yeah, they're like die cut. And they have this little gray, like a silvery gray outline. Oh, I see it now. I didn't yeah. see it before when you pointed it. Oh, no. That's, it, that, in that case, black or white would be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it'll have a little outline around. It'll be easy to see. Dude, um, nice. Those are so wonderful. <laughs> I'm so glad looks, they're finally here. It looks just like We've a, been waiting for so long. It looks very similar to a torch blade. It doesn't have any Milwaukee insignia. And unfortunately, I'm looking at the pod, at the pod at it now, and apparently I didn't do my due diligence. There's no TOP logo on it. So oh, the first 50 have no You know what would be really cool is to do the T.O.P. like Total Offer Podcast in Milwaukee text. Yeah, I'm going to work on that. To make it look the like next, a blade, the you next know? Round, the next round is going to be different because we're going to have to definitely have to have some T.O.P. insignia on it. It has to be branded. How big are those? Are they about the size of inch, a sawzall blade? Five or six inch. Nice. Yeah. So it's about the size of That's a sawzall Roughly, yeah. 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 So I can't um, wait. This is, this is the first round. Uh, we'll get these distributed pretty quickly. You know what you need to do, though? You need to make sure that if somebody types more saws, all less research into Google, the very first result is total off-road podcast. I've never done that. You know what I'm saying, though, right? Because people are going to see that on a truck driving down the road. It's mm-hmm. a shit box. And they're going to be like, I want that sticker. And they're going to type it into Google. 
I would hope the first thing you would find is us. It's the second thing. Oh, really? What's the first thing? Reciprocating saw, best reciprocating saw <laughs> buying guide. <laughs> Wasn't that surprising? I'm sure that their SEO is better. <laughs> right. Uh, <the laughs> it's a picture of Steve. No, the video. With the your per- pedo stash. So on my... <laughs> The first thing on mine is a video CK, uh, it's like CFK Talk. I don't know why. I don't know what this is. It's Weird. I, it's iFunny, and it's Total Off-Road Podcast, More Saws, All This Research, and it's just a 34-second video. It's my video, but it's somebody else used it. Yeah, somebody I have stole no it from your TikTok. What, but it does say Total Off-Road it, Podcast it, on it, which is good. Yeah, it is. Uh, Weird. <laughs> <laughs> and the Sawzall Blade is on there. Is like yep. on that video. So yeah, yep. so right now if you type in more saws all less research, my branding has been so far done well. That Not is that fucking hilarious. And then if we get down to actual search results, it's uh Pro Tools, Better Tools, Research, Renos, uh for reciprocating saws all blades. I guess it probably just matters how you type it into. Well, what if you put it in quotations? Engine. I'm going to put it in quotations. Oh, that'll be interesting. More saws all less research search. <clears throat> I do need to do some better. Sawzall memes. <laughs> it is a Sawzall meme. The it first image certainly. is Steve. That's hey. Is that a meme? It, Did somebody make that into a meme? <laughs> the it's, very first picture result is Steve with his pedo stash. <laughs> and it says Total Off-Road Podcast and most, more Sawzall less research. So. <laughs> That's, yeah, that good. is fantastic. Pretty good. <sighs> what is it? No, uh, no publicity is bad publicity? Even if it so. is your pedo stash? Sawzall memes. That's funny. Are there Sawzall memes? So what I need to do is... Oh my god, take- there's... Sorry to interrupt. There's one that says, when you own a Sawzall, anything is possible. It's a picture of a guy who cut the width of a dirt bike tire in his tailgate. Oh my tailgate. god, I'm looking at it right now. In his what tailgate? <laughs> so that the yes. tailgate could close all the way with the dirt bike in the bed of the truck. That is how wonderful. The- and it holds the dirt bike there. How, do, how did he redo the mechanism to unlatch the tailgate? He probably it just only latches it on, on the one, one side, side now. That uh, could be, or you yeah. put like a like a little lever on the inside on the other side, two latches. When you own a sawzall, anything is it. possible, man. I, I love that. Is that is that a subreddit? <laughs> that was just a meme page, but oh. yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> what is this iFunny page? I've never heard I've of this before never heard until it, yeah. I started searching for more sawzall research. But they have all of my stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah, they're just like they just comb through your TikTok and like, yep, let's take everything. <laughs> How much summer shine stuff do they have? Probably None. not. It's That's not fine. funny. That's fine. Well, uh, nothing with Sawzall in the name, at least. That's so. classic. Do, do I have like a, does there a view count? I don't want one ugly. It's the first comment. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I think they were talking about the Jeep, though, not the Sawzall blade. Don't worry. Right. That. Hey, Steve, how long anyway, have you been doing uh, this podcast for? 45 minutes, 45 minutes, 46 minutes. I'm just wondering if we have time to talk about <laughs> the, that thing. The 24 Helen back. Or we can just talk about it next week if there's no time <laughs> for that. We're always going to put it off. Just we'll, never, forever. we'll never ever talk about it. Maybe 2023. This actually was a decent podcast, I feel. Well, it was yeah, all it right. Decent. All we did was was this week recap. That's fine. <laughs> what did you not do this week? You know hey, what? I got you a lot know what? If we talk Excuse about it next you. week, I will make sure to watch will, the final episode. <laughs> I will do the same. I'll watch it again so that I have more information about it. And we'll just recap it yep. next week. Yeah, I might even rewatch the first two episodes. They're not that long, and um, no, it's like it an hour of your life to watch the whole thing. In my mind, and if we stop, and if we end the old, the old podcasting now, you get to be on the Patreon for at least fifteen minutes. It's a good it's point. Not terrible. Not terrible. Not terrible. Maybe we should do that. 
Thank you for joining us for episode 110, where Steve completely fucked up. He fucked up the first time. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a feeling I know what Mike's last words are going to be, but we'll see. Oh, this is going to be good. Uh, anyway, check out our partner companies. Um, be sure to check out Complete Off-Road and give them a call if you need to. 563-583-5363. Call and ask for Chris, the owner. Um <laughs> if you need any counter if you if you know you know if you don't know call and ask for the owner chris it'll be great the <laughs> owner yeah yeah that's especially, what's important especially you, then, chris then you'll answer. know then you'll know <laughs> if you, if you know you know and if you don't then you'll know if rich answers the phone say can i speak to the owner chris <laughs> <laughs> please uh anyway if you need some off-road recovery stuff be sure to check out crawl off-road they're good people and they support this podcast check out off-road anonymous for any kind of your fabrication needs or garage organization i know i'm getting ready to place a ginormous order with jacob on garage organization because i've got buffers to hang and buffs to hang and i want to get a bunch of my uh, aerosol cans organized and things like that so if you are looking to get your organization game on point in 2022 make sure you check out offered anonymous's organization area their section on their on their website which is just offroadanonymous.com Man, I can't wait until my garage is built so I can actually like buy some of that stuff and oh get my it all God. organized and such. It's so fantastic when you hang all that up and put your stuff out there. Like, oh my God, it's so nice. And, and you're clean. like, oh, it's so pretty. Yeah, it works so well. I'm like, I want to take the stuff off the garage at home and bring it here, but I'm like, no, that's dumb. Add more. <laughs> Add more. Just yeah, support, just just support them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to at least double, if not triple up. There's there no go. such thing um, as too much organization. That is 100% truth. That should be the last words. All right. Thanks for joining us. And we'll get you on the <laughs> yeah you would hate uh, for the last words to be somebody calling somebody out for sure oh. anyway uh if you're like me and you have a flat tire on your rig you should definitely check out more flate m-o-r-r-l-f-l-a-t-e eight eight yes that you got it sure right yeah my brain was like are you sure <laughs> go check them out they got a bunch of cool inflation deflation stuff and equipment and uh they're also good people and they support this podcast so you should check them out I think that is all I have. Mike, any last words? Yeah. Uh, I know that some people out there probably, you know, do a podcast. Like yeah. say that that's a thing that you do like yeah. for other people to listen to. If you're documenting anything. If you're going to document something or say record a podcast just as an example, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> something to check before you do that is if you have a memory card installed in your recorder. So. Just write yourself a little note. Make sure you do that so you don't record a whole podcast and not record any of it. And uh, that'll it'll benefit you in the long run. Yeah. And your friends will be less angry. This ended up being a pretty good second podcast. You're probably right. Because I'm extra salty. Yeah. When Mike's salty, it's better. (laughs) Now we're going to go extra salty into the Patreon. Oh, I'm about to crack open a beer for that one. And he's going to get upset. He's (laughs) going to let me have it on the Patreon. I'm really going to give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Not on the Patreon yet, guys. Come on. And with that, thanks for joining us for episode 110. And we'll catch you on the trail. Something. Someday. Should I keep recording?